What's up, bitches? This is Morgan. What's up, bitches? This is Sierra. And this is Bitches and bitches Murders. And murders. <gasps> <laughs> Did we do it? Did it happen? No. Oh. <laughs> on my end, it started like, when I was on, like, murders. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at the waveforms. They're so far apart. <laughs> Damn that it! Really, that was really funny. Okay, well, that in my was... headphones, it sounded great. <laughs> Mine did not, so I guess we'll see who was right. But it sounded um, pretty. Uh... Oh no! This seems like an appropriate start for this. Um... Oh, are we too happy for the beginning of this episode? Do I need to bring it down a notch? you're gonna be very upset by the end of this and i'm gonna preface this by saying that this is far from the most graphic thing that i've covered and this is a pretty short one this is this is probably gonna be more of a bitch bite than anything but there might be some discourse to discuss here um but uh god if this is another setup for a bad D &D episode i will fucking throat punch you no it sounds like a bad Criminal Minds episode, to be honest. <laughs> but it is true. Oh, and it's oh, current. I'm... Like, it, this is something that happened very recently. Decently oh, recently. Oh, no, I'm ready. Um, so today we're talking about William Francis Melchert Dinkle. Fucking bless you. <laughs> um... I also just want you to know that you said that and my brain immediately went Dinkleberg. Dinkleberg. Um, anyway. We're calling him Dinkle. Absolutely we are. Um, because this man deserves dinkle. nothing good in life. You will quickly oh, learn. He Jesus. deserves nothing good. Um, he was born July 20th of 1962. Oh, um, he's American, of course. Um, he is... Well, he used to be a a nurse. Um, he's not anymore, but we'll get to that part. Um, but his like his main career path throughout life was like being a nurse, like a licensed okay. nurse. Um, so yeah, we'll 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 come back to that. Okay. Okay. So um, so you could say that he's a serial killer, but you could also argue that he's not a serial killer. Uh, that's why the discourse comes in. Because he did kill people. Um, by his, well, his accounts, him, so. five. Um, but we know of three for sure. But, but by his accounts, it's five. Uh, um, doesn't serial killer have to be three or more? See, so but the... Counts? The issue is not the number. The issue is the method. And that's where the discourse comes in. So, okay. so Dinkle, Dinkleberg here. Fucking he Dinkle. Liked, <laughs> he liked to meet his victims in a very specific way. Um, he would meet them in very specific parts of the internet uh, via chat rooms. But he would cherry pick very, very specific chat rooms. Would you like to... I, w I would like you to make a guess guess what kind of chat rooms he was uh, searching out. No. No. Think about what would make you some of the most angry. No. <laughs> no. No, thank you. No, you have to make a guess. I refuse to tell you until you guess. <laughs> it only prolongs the misery. 
Is he about to like make the run fair community look really bad? No, not this time. <sighs> okay. No, but we we can also talk about that. I think we have talked about that before, actually. Uh, I think we briefly mentioned it, but uh, fun facts: there was a a serial killer that was targeting gay people at the Michigan Renaissance Festival. Okay, to be fair, he only killed one person. His I name's Mark Latunsky. No, he only killed one person, and it was uh, the mm. worst part. Is this man was like in his late fifties, was dating a dude who was like eighteen, like freshly eighteen, nineteen, like a child, literal child. Yeah. Um, and they had like a very abusive, like he was grooming and abusing the fuck out of this kid. And yeah. they, he invited him over. Had they had like a big argument? He tried to leave. Um, like chased him down. Uh, later he told the cops that like he had like stolen a kilt from him and that's why he like chased him down and that's why he like ran away um, but he ended up hanging him by his ankles in his living room and removing um, genitalia and consuming mm-hmm. it um, so only one murder but uh, boy was it, was it one what a, what a bang to go out on for your first try I and one of those people where I'm always like, I wonder if I've ever like met a murderer and I just wasn't I their type. Um, and it turns out I have because I talked to him at the Guinness pub like mm-hmm. in every passing single year. quite a few times every year. Yeah. And then that yeah. happened. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Next. Anyway, that's not who we're talking about. Let's go back to Dinkleberry. Um, but no, he uh, he would meet his victims in uh, suicide chat rooms. <gasps> no yeah oh that's fucked can, can you already take a guess where this might be going no I don't. so like he would pose as a depressed woman in her 20s um he'd use aliases like cammy d or falcon girl lee dow those were a couple of his um like according it. to his own confession his own affidavit um he said that he had spoken to dozens of people over the course of like four or five years. I don't like it. So, uh, and then he said, you know, he was s- successful in five instances. Um, but if you can't guess what's happening. Yeah, okay. I've already figured so, this out. Yeah. Yeah. So he was first convicted of, there's like a couple of different ones here and they're like a little bit disjointed because the information was like a little bit disjointed. So I'll kind of like tell you about like briefly about like his three main victims that we know and like he was charged for or Mm -hmm. like we are well aware of. Um, So the first was um, Nadia Kaujoji. Okay. Hopefully I said that right. Uh, She was only 18. Um, She had left home to start studying at Carleton University in Ontario. And she became super depressed. Obviously, she was on a suicide chat room. So, like, clearly she was not really feeling her best. Yeah. Um, And her body was found in April of 2008. She had jumped from a bridge and she, you know, they found her in the river, the Riddell River, in April of t- 2008. Um. And then the police found out, like, in the process of, you know, investigating her death, um, found out that, you know, it was suicide. But she had been talking online with someone who pretended to be, like, the same age as her and, like, a woman um, who basically kept telling her that she should hang herself 
including giving her like detailed instructions on how to do that and then told her to do it on webcam with her and other people so they could all watch it as part of a joint suicide pact bro what the fuck uh they also confirmed that she had been talking with dinkle specifically online literally right before she left her house to go jump off the bridge that is so fucked he was not charged for this how are they not going to charge him, but they're going to charge what's-her-nuts that talked? That- because this was Canada. Oh. And Canada like- has, like, a whole assisted suicide law. It's it's a whole thing. Mm, y'all are too nice. Uh, so in 2006, um, a retired British school teacher named Celia Blay was living in Maiden Bradley Wiltshire. And she... So she got in co- like a friend of hers that was living in South America contacted her and said that they had engaged in a suicide pact with this like young female nurse. And so obviously Celia's like that sounds fucking suspicious. Also don't kill yourself. Don't do that. Um so she goes, you know, snooping. Um convinces the her friend that told her about it she convinces her to break the pact only Mm -hmm. four hours before it's supposed to happen she like manages to save this girl and she goes through for the whole next year and she like obviously it's the internet like this is an anonymous person on the internet there's only so much she can really do so like she goes through and she like posts all the conversations and like she's posting all about it like hey look out for this person um she posted just the identity she knew which was like the lee dow um one and then she ended up finding out about a couple of the other ones through that because other people like commented and were like oh my god someone did that to me or tried to get me to do that and like this is the identity they used or whatever um so she investigated for months right this was an entire year of collecting evidence finding out that he had talked to dozens of other people had tried to get all of them to kill themselves via hanging on webcam in front of him so she takes all of this like catalogs of information right yeah goes to the police what do you think that they did not a goddamn thing yeah they opted not to investigate really Taking a page out of the LAPD playbook, huh? Mm-hmm. God, so so is this, this is a true crime podcast, or is this just a roast the LAPD podcast? Because <laughs> I feel like we do that a lot, even if it's Literally. not about the LAPD. And like for context, so this is two years before Nadia dies. So like yeah. this is literally before other people died. They literally could have stopped people dying. Yeah, if they just that's... investigated. For five fucking seconds. So in January of 2008, they set up her, so Celia and another friend of hers, Kat, uh, try to like set up a sting operation to like catch this person. Yeah. Um, So they have a conversation with him. And during the conversation, he admits to seeing a man hang himself on webcam and like later we find out who this is and we'll talk about him in a second um but he like admits that this happened 
So like mm-hmm. they end up, you know, kind of gaining his trust. They find out more info about him. They end up tracing his IP address and his residence to Minnesota. And they ended up seeing him through like a webcam. So like at that point, they go to the FBI and literally submit an affidavit and say, hey, we have this dude's face. We have his address. We have all of this information about how he's trying to convince young people on the internet who are depressed to kill themselves in front of him for his mm-hmm. own amusement and sexual gratification. Um, can you do something about it? And do you want to know what the FBI said? Fuck off. Literally nothing. They never received a response. Come on. They didn't even say no. They didn't say anything at all. Ugh, this is so fucking annoying. But... But the only good thing that came from this and all of her hard work, um, the St. Paul Police Department and the Minnesota Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force did agree to take on the case. I, you know, I did not have Minnesota taking over this case on my bingo card. Yeah, you know, some sometimes Minnesota is useful, I guess. Were the five people in Minnesota behaving themselves that day? So they're like, yeah, why not? We'll help out. So we're going to come back to like the trial and all that stuff in a minute. But okay. for a minute, we're we're going to skip ahead because when I'm going to tell you about this last victim, I'm just so you know, I'm reading all of this information straight from the Supreme Court of Minnesota's court documents about this. Oh. Like these are actual oh. things that they brought up in court. Um, so, uh, his last victim was, uh, Mark Drybra, Drybra, I said that right. It just felt like it was wrong. <laughs> it's kind of a tricky last name. Sure. Um, so he was 32. Um, he ended up passing in 2005. So this was actually the first of all of them, but it was the last one that they found out about, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So he found him on one of the internet chat rooms, um, Mark was suffering from a lot of mental and physical health problems, which he was very open about. Um, So he had, Mark had posted in the chat room and asked for people to tell him about methods to commit suicide um, by hanging when you don't have anything like high up to like tie the rope to. Like, he was like, I want to hang myself, but, like, I don't know how to do that because I don't have anything that's, like, high up yeah, or, like, strong, um, which is already just so sad on its own. Um, so, Dinkelberg here, our favorite man, cannot help himself by uh, chiming in and, of course, telling him how, oh, he can definitely just commit suicide by hanging, like, tying a rope to a doorknob. And, like, slinging the rope over the door. Something like that. So, we we love that. So, after he comments, they end up talking personally, one-on-one. And Mark confided in him that he felt like he was part of an existence where he felt so trapped between, like, a life that felt so miserable that he wanted to end it and, like, the fear and like uncertainty he felt about like taking that step and like how he would like sometimes like you know have these hopes for the future and be like no maybe I shouldn't do that like that'll be bad like maybe things will get better Mm -hmm. so 
Mark also tells him in detail about how he's practiced the hanging method that Dinkelberg taught him, but he was unable to fully commit, he said, and he was worried about his parents seeing the marks and thinking that he had hickeys. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so, and, like, throughout this time, like, Dinkelberg is, like, like, he's upfront about being a nurse and is, like, trying to, like, like, he's, like, oh, you know, I'm just compassionate and caring and, like, not only do it, like, I relate to you, but also, like, I don't want you to suffer, so, like, I want to help with you. Like, he even told him straight word for word he hoped to be a friend at the end for you as you are for me. Uh, Dinkleberry can get fucked. So, uh, Mr. Dinkelbergenton, um, the last time they talked was July 23rd of 2005. And in Mark's last message, it's it's really sad, actually. Um, but he told him about how, like, he didn't want to do it, basically. Um, he said, I keep holding on to the hope that things might change. I'm dying, but slowly, day by day. I don't want to waste anyone's time. If you want someone who's suicidal, I'm just not there yet. You either do it or you don't. And I don't and I haven't. I'm used to being alone. Sorry. I admire your courage. I wish I had it. So, like, obviously, he's very much saying, like, damn, it's cool that you're brave enough to do that. But, like, I'm not and I don't really want to. Oh, that he hanged himself four days later. No, uh. Yeah, that's why I was like, we're going to talk about this one straight from the court transcripts. And we're also going to jump back to Nadia, back to 2008. So on March 1st of 2008, Nadia had posted very sim- like similarly, except she asked um, which methods would be quick, reliable, and like look like an accident. Because she didn't want her family and friends to know that she killed herself. So obviously he did his thing, pretended to be a female nurse, like tried to like you know relate to her and say that he understood and he wanted to help and so she confided in him and she told him that she planned to jump off a bridge into a hole in the ice like in the river below while wearing ice skates and she would like hoped that people would think that she like tried to go ice skating in the river and fell in and died like and it was an accident Mm. um so obviously he he didn't like this because that's not something he can get his rocks off to so he kept trying to get her to not do that and he kept trying to convince her to hang herself and he kept trying to say like and he kept trying to get her to like speed it up too he was like we could die today like i wish we could just both die right now um so on march 9th they talk very briefly and she tells him that she plans to do her bridge jumping plan that day and so he takes his one last chance to be like no like you should hang yourself and like i'm gonna kill myself tomorrow so like we should do it together um but he never hears from her again oh no one does she wrote an email to her roommates saying that she was going ice skating and then she wasn't seen until six weeks later when her body with the ice skate still attached was found in the river What the fuck? I told you you were going to be mad about it. 
Yeah, I. This is. Yeah, that's why I was like, this one is technically very tame compared to a lot of the ones we've like covered. But honestly, I think it's a lot more fucked up than a lot yeah. of the things we covered. Like, this is way more fucked up than the H.H. No. Holmes case. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because, like, he didn't actually even touch anybody. Where, like, H.H. H. Holmes <sighs> is out here, like, literally murdering, like, a bunch of people. And even I'm like, no, this dude's so much worse. Like, this was way worse. Like, at least H.H. H. H. Holmes was just doing it for, like, money and, like, to con things. Yeah. I mean, oh, so you said, like, this is from the court transcript. So, like... Yeah, How? like that. All the last part about Nadia and Mark, like all of that, was straight from the Supreme Court transcripts. How how did we get there? So he is convicted on March fifteenth, two thousand eleven, um, in Rice County, Minnesota. He was charged with advising, encouraging, and assisting Nadia and Mark in taking their own lives using internet correspondence, um, and then. Of course, he was put under a strict order, like, not to use the internet. Like, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, so, technically, up till this case, um, no one had ever been successfully prosecuted in North America or Britain for promoting suicide over the internet. This was actually the first case that was ever found guilty. You're You're telling me this man's not in prison and he's just don't use the internet bud no i haven't gotten there yet oh, um whoa. i thought that's where you were so, ending it and i was about to be fucking livid no no oh no, my no. God. he was the first person ever found guilty of aiding a suicide under minnesota law um so that punishment is only up to 15 years in prison that's, so hmm. in may 4th of 2011 guess how long he was sentenced to 15 360 days in jail. That's not even a full year. What you- nope. And that doesn't even include time served, which is probably at least several months. Well, I need, I need, so yeah. Oh, well, it, it definitely is because he was convicted March 15th to May. So that's like two months right there. So it's like a eight uh, month sentence, nine month sentence. Why? 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 So he only... Oh, don't you tell me this man's out of prison. So July 27th of 2012, the Minnesota Court of Appeals affirmed the conviction, um, mm-hmm. but they did agree. The Supreme Court agreed to review it. On March 19th of 2014, they reversed the conviction and remanded the case back to Rice County District Court. And the Supreme Court upheld that advising or encouraging suicide was protected speech under the First Amendment to the United States oh, Constitution. Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yes. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding you. I'm going to rage. I'm going to burn it all to the ground. What the fuck? So... Their only caveat in this was that speech that physically assisted a suicide was not protected. So you could tell someone to kill themselves, you can encourage them to kill themselves, but like say if they hung themselves in front of you and you were the one who told them to hang themselves and like how to do it, then like that's not okay. 
That's literally that what he was fucking doing. So that, that's why they sent it back to Rice County because they were like, okay, so we're reversing this conviction, but you guys need to decide whether or not he actually assisted this like the suicides with this new like statue. Like under this new law, you guys have to decide whether or not he fell under that. Um, so in the case of Nadia, he was charged with attempting to assist a suicide because she did not hang herself. Like she ended up jumping off the bridge. Mm-hmm. And then in Mark, he was convicted of assisting because obviously he did tell him to hang himself and like told him how, and that's what he ended up doing. And so now he was he's sentenced in prison to for fifteen years, three years, and it gets worse. Three how could years, it get you worse? But if he serves three hundred and sixty days in jail. And then follows his probation for 10 years. He only has to do the 360 days and that's it. Does this man still live in Minnesota for science reasons? He was released in 2015 after serving only 178 days. Still live in Minnesota just for science reasons? You know, I'm going to say for his own safety, he probably does not live in Minnesota or at least does not live in Rice County (laughs) because I'm sure this case was huge, huge there. Did I tell you it was going to make you mad or did I tell you that it was going to make you mad? I hate all of this. Yeah, like, this is one of the most fucked up cases I've ever covered, which is crazy because really he didn't actually touch anybody, but, like. Yeah, I, no, I hate it. I hate all of it. I just, like, can't imagine how you be a worse person, to be honest. Seriously, like, you're a predator. There's no other way to put it. Like, you're a fucking predator. Right, like. Like, doesn't it sound like a bad Criminal Minds episode? It really does, and I fucking hate it. And he's not in jail! That, like, just re-sank in, and now I'm fucking angry again. And he didn't even, like, he wasn't even in jail for a year. No, you didn't even even serve your full sentence. It was, like, half of a year. You want to talk about handlebar mustaches again? (laughs) No, I am stewing in a world of inconvenient curses. Oh, my God. Oh, do you want to know one one more thing that I almost forgot? Hmm. Uh, One more thing that's going to make you um, hate this even more, which was like the final cherry on top. Mm, No, but you're going to say it anyway, so. He is a married father of two. And not only is he a married father of two, but his wife, Joyce, stood by him the entire time and accept what she referred to as his suicide sexual fetish. Ew, no. Get fucked. Get absolutely fucked. No. 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 I need women to stop standing by fucking garbage men especially if the garbage man has a suicide fetish get 
fucked. Like, bro, have you heard yourself? Like, have you heard the words <sighs> that you said? Like, I'm oh, sorry, he has a God. what? He has a fuck it. He has a what? <laughs> like, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, because Drew is in the room right now and he can hear me, but like if oh, if he mm, no, if he ever divorce. Divorce and maybe murder. No, where my name is not my name is Earl. Uh fucking uh goodbye, Earl. We're goodbye Earling that shit. Yeah, no. I hope his kids turn on him. I hope his kids fucking hate him. And I hope that eats him alive. I'm sure they do. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm not sure they do, seeing as his wife did. But I really... I would really hope that two people out there, these two children, have the common sense to know. Like, I get it. Your dad's your dad. But, like, I don't... Like, my dad was a piece of shit. But, like, at least my dad didn't, like text people like he just told me to kill myself he didn't tell random people on the internet to kill themselves like like way too far way way too far jesus fucking christ i hope he gets mauled by a bear they have right they have bears in minnesota i hope he gets mauled by a bear or like freezes to death or something horrible a lot of horrible things i want to happen to him I have so many unconvenient, like inconvenient curses just tumbling through my brain right now, and I just can't decide on which one I want to say first. By all means, go ahead, because I'm I'm done. Like, I, that's all I had to say. I hope there's an ice storm and it freezes his car over, and he can't get the doors open. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> Was that too soon? I'm sorry. Yeah, too soon. <gasps> I hope he hits a patch of black ice and swerves into a tree. That's not inconvenient. That's just I hope I hope that happens. What else is going on in Minnesota right now? It's right it's like fucking freezing right there right now, right? I don't know. It's 80 degrees here, so Yeah, I'm sure it's disgusting um, there. If it's disgusting here, I'm sure it's disgusting there. I hope he slips in his driveway when nobody's home and cracks his hip and then just lays in the snow for like five hours before somebody finds him i hope his favorite restaurant is sold out of his favorite food and then he settles for something else and there's a fly in it aren't you so happy we ended on such a high note <laughs> i hope he has to go through chemotherapy and vomits his entire fucking stomach up and loses all of his hair and then his wife divorces him but she won't because she's also a garbage person. Yeah, I was like, no, that's what husbands do to their wives when they get cancer. That's not what wives do to their husbands. <laughs> so, uh, stay I hope spooky. His neighbor's dog shits in his yard and then he steps in it. But not this spooky. Actually, I hope his neighbor's dog shits in his yard and then he slips on ice and falls face first into it. That's what I hope happens. <laughs> I've got so many more of these, so you're just going to have to wrap up the episode. I can keep going.
God. You know how it goes. You can follow us on all of the things, which are very conveniently accessed through our Beacons page, which was literally what I was trying to think of last time and could not think of the word for oh, it. Yeah, it is Beacons and not Linktree. Fuck. Well, I mean, I mean, they're I same, same. Same, same thing. But um, yes, on our Beacons page has links to all of the things. Um, also, side note, I am now tattooing. So if you would like to follow that journey at all, uh, you can also follow my account. It's either just my name on Facebook or uh, on Instagram. It's M-O period M-O period tattoos. So um, She's amazing. And if you're in Michigan, you know, need to go get a tattoo from her. Um, and she designed a back piece for me and I cannot wait for it to be on my body. I am literally so excited. I am fucking stoked. Like, I am so, obsessed. so, so excited. Because we're doing it at the beginning of April. And we're going to be so good. Because I'm going to go down there. And I'm going to get my leg tattooed. And then, like, work on my leg sleeve. And then I get to do your back. I'm so, I'm so hyped for it. I'm literally so excited. I can't wait. And it's very spooky. So, when it when it is completed, we will absolutely share that because it's very spooky yeah it's you guys are gonna be obsessed because i am obsessed (laughs) all right keep it spooky